Welcome to the Mindset to Millions podcast. I'm Joel Annesley, and I'm really excited about today's podcast because I'm taking you behind the scenes from a recent two-day writing workshop that I attended. If you've ever felt that you've got a story inside of you to tell, you know, you'd love to write a book, but you're just not sure where to start, listen up, you're going to get tons of value from this podcast. The following panel discussion between book coach Jane Turner and Jane's students, myself and Leanne Rogers, you'll find this inspirational. It's going to give you some insights on how you can get started on your book essentially straight away. So a little bit about Jane. Jane is the author of Thrive in Midlife and the creator of the Power Writing Program. She's also a speaker, a business consultant and certified master coach. Jane helps entrepreneurs, industry leaders, and essentially anyone with a a message to tell. And her program teaches and educates you to create, write, and market your own book. So essentially, we're going to be sharing how to change your life through the process of writing a book. And Jane will share her story, how her life has changed from, you know, opportunities like being featured on national television and a number of different magazines. So if you're ready to learn more, let's get started. Get ready to fast track your mindset to millions. You're listening to the MindsetToMillions.com podcast, where we deliver you insider confessions and secrets from the world's top entrepreneurs, coaches, and thought leaders. Well, hello, I'm Joel Ennisley, and I'm here with Jane Turner and Leanne Rogers. We're here today writing with Jane. We are. <laughs> And we're having a great time, aren't we? Yes. Both in terms of how much we're all getting done and, you know, how good we are uh, in terms of just as a collective. And it's that group energy that really Mm. works, isn't it? And we're a small group. This is my mastermind group. But, wow, we're getting there in a big way. Absolutely. Yeah, Mm. definitely. Look, I thought in today's video or podcast, it'd be really good to dive into this idea of um, the power of writing mm. your own book mm. and how writing a book can absolutely change your life. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think if we talk about your background mm. or experience mm. just mm. for a few minutes, yep. um, how you got on that journey. Absolutely. Well, look, um, I'm a refugee, if you like, from the public service. I was employed by the government for my whole working life up to the age of 52. Then, uh, you know, a perfect storm of events happened. I was A, made redundant, uh, B, went into menopause, and C, my daughter was going into adolescence. So there was all the the hormones flying around, the financial stress, the general loss of identity that I experienced then. And I had a little plan hatching, knowing what was about to happen in terms of the redundancy, and knowing that I had a small passion project on the side, which is my little coaching practice called the Wellness Coaching Collective. And my idea was that I would write a book to increase my credibility and authority and build that up to be known as a coach now. And because of the life phase I was in and, and knowing how women in that area are to one extent stigmatised and to another extent, you know, struggling on their own with um, 
smatterings of information, but I, I figured they were a hungry crowd underserviced. So I thought, okay, I'm going to put myself through a wellness program because my self-care hadn't been great. Put myself through a wellness program uh, that I would then document how I went with that and release this as a book. And then, then it happened. There was Thrive in Midlife. Now, the idea was to then attract women in that life phase into my coaching practice. And I used the book to leverage publicity. And that worked like I could not have imagined. Uh, I was in the Australian Women's Weekly, and this was a major profile piece. Australian Women's Weekly, uh, Prevention Magazine, ABC Radio, Today Extra program on television. So I actually hit all the main markets where women in that life phase were going to be hanging out, as it were. Mm. And uh, actually morphed myself, changed. The person I was was no longer the person who fit into a small box. I needed a big box <laughs> and that in its own way was just so amazing to to look back on and see how that happened how did that happen and really if I can summarize quickly what was a, an amazing personal journey and it is clearly a hero's journey and coming to terms with Joseph Campbell's great book Hero of a Thousand Faces uh, brought me to a place where I realised that I'd been playing small my whole life, that I had been hitting against that transition point and resisting the transition point to become, you know, to evolve. We are on the planet to evolve. And writing the book gave me nowhere to run and nowhere to hide. And that experience not to mention some cathartic, clearly cathartic moments, but that experience is the one that I want you guys mm. and my other, mm. uh, my other writers. And not everybody does this intensive deep dive weekend workshop. It's a bespoke program that I run because it doesn't suit everybody. Some, some of my clients don't live in Sydney. Mm. But I notice already how much transition you two have had. We yes, have, we really yeah, have. Yeah, definitely. Um, but what so I So I'd love to hear. Oh, definitely, Is it, yeah. is it well, right for you to talk right mm. now about it? I'd yeah, love yeah. you too. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's interesting you mentioned that when you're writing a book, there really is nowhere for you to run and hide. You're putting yourself out there onto this piece of paper or, or the laptop or whatever it is, and mm. you're reflecting back, and it's just this really eye-opening experience where you mm. go, oh shit this is really who I am you know this mm. and you're getting to know yourself in, mm. in the process and I think that's a really powerful thing and you know it's important to take the ups and downs with that as mm -hmm. well and mm -hmm. just embrace the emotions that you go through yeah so. well essentially you're putting your heart and soul out onto paper and, and sometimes that is a very hard thing to do mm. um, so I, I, I think you know it's writing a book is not an overnight uh, thing it's it's mm. a, it's a no, journey it's that's right and i think for yeah. some it can take mm. you know months for some it can take years oh yes yes um and and for some they just don't get it never happens the line. <laughs> that's, um, it. that's it so my, for, for my own journey when i think about writing a book um i've had a lot of mindset stuff that has mm. come up for me in mm. the past you know mm. thoughts like Am I good enough to write a book? Do I know enough to write a book? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's probably very common sort of thoughts that, that we all 
face. Yes. Um, and, and I thought it'd be really good to get your perspective well, on that, Jane. Um, and, and if, if, if somebody is saying, you know, I, I wish I could write a book. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. I would say, um, what are the barriers? What, what's stopping you mm. from writing a book? Mm. And in fact, this is what I came to terms with, with myself. I'm only here. I only get it because I've done it. Mm. And the whole thing with the, the first book about my experience of menopause, it was, well, who wants to read your book when Christiane Northrup has written a book this fat about mm. it? Mm. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, what do we do? We hold ourselves to that standard and we think, oh, my God. But in fact, what I found, that a book of about 125 pages, 150 pages, you know, is, is a perfect size book for a sort of a how-to mine was a how to be well through midlife so there was one thing that I could have been derailed with Mm. there's the what if people don't like it you know what if Mm. and and it reminds me of Renee Brown's great book um, Daring Greatly where she talks about stepping into the arena and I've done the Daring Greatly program with one of her facilitators in Sydney and we went through and we looked at the arena. Who's in the arena? Who's going to be throwing the tomatoes at us? Who are our supporters? You know? Oh, it's a powerful that piece would of be work. Very powerful. That's a powerful yeah. piece of work. Yeah. But then you look at it and you think, and how would it feel to have a tomato land on you? Mm. And then you go, you know, well, it's not going to kill me, is it? And, and anyway, who is going to throw the tomato? Mm. You're throwing tomatoes at yourself. So it's that internal critic. And, Mm. you know, if you come to terms with that, not only can you write a book, you can do a whole lot of other things. You can go on Today Extra, an introvert who never talked about their parts of themselves they didn't like, Mm. then Mm. wound up writing about the parts of themselves they didn't like. And that's the stuff that connects with people because it's real from a really authentic place, isn't it? And when you spoke about, Joel, that, um, you know, the journey of it and Mm. that it's it's taking time because Mm. you're exposing parts of yourself that you may not have even recognised yourself. That's right, that's right. Those are the books that people will actually not just read the introduction and then never come back to. Mm. Those are the Mm. books that Mm. people read. So, so that's a really good insight and, and I wanted to just share the experience when I got started with you know, making that, coming to um, actually make the decision that I'm going to write a book, despite all that mindset crap that yes. was going on in my head, yes. I said I'm going to actually make a commitment to myself, I'm going to do this for me and my audience. Um, but the thing, the thing that, you know, touching on what you just said before, that the first struggle I had was I'm... You know, I went to Amazon mm. and I looked at all the other books oh, yes. within the niche and I went, it's all been done before. Mm. How could I possibly produce something? I'm just a nobody. I'm not, you know, I'm the unknown hero at mm. this point in time. Mm. Um, and, and nobody knows about my story. I haven't, you know, I this is my first book, right? Yes. So I, yes. I, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> leveraging an existing platform. And mm. I think that... Mm. You know, that's one of the scariest things is um, when you're when you're approaching this from a position of being the unknown. Mm. Mm. 
can I jump in yes, and say yes. how real is that and what's real mm. and how did John D. Martini find you to ask you if he could interview, if you could interview him. Mm. How did that yes. happen, Joel? Mm. <laughs> How about well, that? So these are the stories we tell ourselves. That's right, that's and right. And I, I will later this year be launching a new book called Mindset for Authors, How to Overcome Perfectionism, Procrastination and Self... No, self-doubt. I was going to say self-belief because I'm always talking about self-belief, but it's how to overcome self-doubt because we all have it. Brene Brown would have had it. Believe me, Brene Brown would have had it. Elizabeth Gilbert would have had it. Yes, sorry, you jump in. But I think we talk about it as though, you know, this person would have had it. What if... They still do, but they've actually learned how to manage it and they've become oh, accepting of that emotion. Exactly. And it's not you something know. that was in the past. It's just they've overcome that and now they know how to deal with it when it does arise. Mm. They know what it is it. and, and mm. it doesn't define them anymore. That's Absolutely. the thing. Yeah. Would you like to share, and you don't have to, what you arrived to our first meeting with? <laughs> it's brilliant. It's um, I, I look back and I laugh. I Basically, I met Jane through... Um, some work I was doing in my day job. I work as an employment relations, um, or work at an employment relations firm. Mm-hmm. And I was giving a talk about employment relations for small businesses. And Jane just happened to be at this event. Um, and we did this activity, 30 second pitches, where we all sat in groups and you know, perfected our pitch. So we essentially got exposure to every other individual in the room. Um, and Jane's pitch was quite compelling. And she went on to then the little fi- the final um, and presented to the whole room again. And I thought, no, I need to get Jane's number. You know, I've, I've been writing all my life, mostly just for myself and ne- never stuff that I wanted to share. But actually, I've got a lot of content. And so Jane and I went for tea one day uh, in Eskimville and and... I remember sitting out there and I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be interesting. This is nervous. But what I actually brought with me was a big black shoebox full of all these raw notes from some of like my deepest depression phases. Um, And we sat there and we sort of looked through a little bit of it and realized there's all this stuff here. You've got a book. It's just now about putting that into a logical order. And that's what Jane's helping me do. And what worried me at the time is that people can drown themselves in notes Mm-hmm. And this was something that I and I knew that wasn't the only box. <laughs> so there were there were boxes and boxes. And the thing about the hero's journey is that you, you're answering the call to adventure, and it might be the call to to run a marathon. You know, it might be. It's not always about writing a book, of course. Mm-hmm. But your call to adventure was, and your mm-hmm. notes were actually stopping you from answering the call, Mm. you see. So it was about feeling confident. And where did the confidence come from was about not being alone anymore. Absolutely. You see, and it's Absolutely. not this again. It, no, there's no one size fits all, and that's why I have a bespoke program. That mm. for some people it just takes 90 minutes one on one with me. For others, <laughs> this is what works. Yes. Coming yes. here, being accountable, so uh, because lack of accountability is one of the things that stops people. There's, mm. there's forever. Mm. So yeah. I won't, I won't start today. I won't start tomorrow. Mm. I'll, when I'm on holidays, I'll do it. And then when you're on holidays, you're meant to be having a holiday. <laughs> so you wind up having a holiday, yeah. and all of this, all of the, you know, endless tomorrows. Mm. Absolutely. Um, but this was you stepped up 
because you're hooked on to some book, something mm. that would give you accountability and give you structure. Absolutely. Because that's not easy. You haven't written a book before. You've written some brilliant articles. There's no mm. question that you, you're a great writer. But it gave you structure. It gave you support. It gave you accountability. Mm. It gave you a process of how to start, where to start, what to do next, what to do next, mm. and how to get published. Mm. Now, you can... That how to get published part of it as well. You can research that. Anyone can find that out. Anyone can make the calls to know that you're not going to keep battering your head against a brick wall uh, whenever you know it, it comes time to look at options with self-publishing, with hybrid options, with how to pitch to uh, um, established publishers, mm-hmm. really. And we've got some in mind. We've got some really um, ones in mind. Just knowing how to really fast track that process too that that doesn't then blow out and cost you time because that can be really really frustrating when you finish the book I don't have anybody going now what Mm. you've already started we've got the strategy ready before that happens yeah and I think one of the big things from my perspective as well is whether you're writing a book or doing anything new for the first you know for the first time in your life sure um, it's very scary mm. if you're just doing it alone yes. mm. and, and you are faced with that constant mindset mm. chatter, can mm. I do this? Mm. So I think one of the things I was looking for is seeking out somebody who had already been on the journey, mm. um, who you know, could, could give me that, mm. that um, mm. confidence that you know, this, is, this is something that is achievable. Um, and these are the steps you need to take. Yeah. But also mm-hmm. having that accountability built in, mm-hmm. I think, is very, very crucial. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm very much aware of that. You know, your environment is, is everything. Oh, yes. You know, yes. you, um, and you know, if you're just writing at home and you've got the TV on in the background mm-hmm. and you've got all these different <laughs> yes. distractions, yes. Um, you're going to find that your progress is really going to be mm-hmm. halted. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I've found you know um, writing with Jane mm-hmm. has been a, mm-hmm. you know a fantastic experience, and mm-hmm. I think I've really been um, given that push that I've needed yes. needed yes. to have mm-hmm. to really to to make that commitment. You know, mm-hmm. like we're, we're often. You know, dipping our toes in the water, yeah. reluctantly going, yeah. oh, maybe I can do this. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the mindset that mm. I've gone through, Got saying, it. no, this mm. is the commitment. Mm. I'm going to make it happen. Yes. Yeah. And mm. resonate with that as well. Mm. In terms of spaces, you know, the place mm. to write. Big shout out to City of Sydney, actually, because we are in one of their creative spaces that they've set up in the... Um, the, let me get my directions right. This this is the western end of Oxford Street in Darlinghurst. I've got that right, haven't I? This is mm. eastern suburbs that way. Yeah. We're, we're, we're at the western end of Oxford Street. In other words, we're right near Hyde Park in the city of Sydney creative space uh, at 66 Oxford Street. So every month, end of every month, um, I should say the last weekend of every month, we have the two-day deep dive intensive writing mm. workshop mm. and there's something about this space. It's very isn't powerful. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What I wanted to just dive a little bit deeper into, mm. if somebody is, loves the idea of writing a book but doesn't know where to start, yep. 
Um, mm. So, for example, I know you know you cover in one of your um, introductory right. yeah. Um, yeah. seminars. Mm. You know, mm. you outline the process. But mm. if if you were to like, because I know we don't have forever on, on this um, video. Yes. Mm. Uh, but if yeah, you were to, if you were to maybe sum it sure. up, like some some of the. Yeah some of the key steps that they could take just to get to get started started. absolutely Um, what what would you say to them well Mm. and the very first question I ask my clients is you know why are you writing the book from your own perspective Mm. what do you want to achieve from the book Mm. you are both transitioning from being employed people to running your own businesses Mm. and this is your um, vehicle Mm. to build your profile and launch your business and that was my in my own case as well Mm. Um, other people are writing legacy books you know they want their story documented they've overcome great adversity of some kind and they want to inspire people like themselves you know other people are um, doing it for healing Mm. and my god it's a healing it it can be a very very healing tool as well so be very clear about why you're writing the book and then envisage your reader. Why is your reader then going to, going to be wanting to read the book? If you get those two perspectives aligned, you will save mm-hmm. a lot of wasted energy and um, uncertainty from mm-hmm. your own point of view, just mm-hmm. whenever you've got to remember back. And then make a short video of yourself. Just imagine that you are talking to your prospective reader and you're telling them what they will get from reading your book. And you want to address the four key learning styles. And I borrow this from Bernice Murphy's, um, gosh, I hope I've got her name right. Anyway, it's the format system. It's the number four and then Matt. And it's about learning systems. So it's about, you've got your why learners, your what learners, your how learners, and your what if learners. So you want to be able to answer the questions that even unconsciously those readers are going to be asking before they'll buy your book. And they're going to want to know, if they're a why learner, why, why do I want to read this book? What's in it for me? Mm. Um, what will I get out of it? Mm. A what learner is going to want to know, well, what specifically is in this book? You know, and the what, sometimes the why and the what's hard to get a handle on. But the what is, oh, let's say it's a book about losing weight. Well, they might be getting healthy recipes. They might be getting um, statistics about uh, what works and what doesn't. They might be getting uh, information on latest research. So that's, that's the sort of the what. Um, the how is, how learners want to know, well, how do I make this work for me? I think that's straightforward enough, mm. hopefully. But it's mm. things like, if you read this book with an open mind and a preparedness to change, you'll find that it is much easier to take on board um, behaviours that, that you might find stuck in at the moment. And, you know, it's that kind of language you want to say to make the most out of your reading experience. Mm. You know, what learners, you know, what you will find in this book is. Mm. How learners want to hear. I tell you this, you know, I share this information with you because. Mm. And then the what if learner is just the flip side of the why learner. Mm. They might need to hear something like, I know how hard it is to change your behaviour around X, Y and Z because I struggled with that myself for years. 
But then when I finally did make the change and got over my resistance, the benefits for me were, were huge. And what I want for you is to experience the same thing. Mm. So does that, I know it makes mm. sense to you guys because mm. that's the way you're unpacking your information. Mm. Uh, I hope it, it does make sense to your listeners, Joel. Well, just, um, yeah, just an insight on that or my, my personal reflection. It's often, you know, you've got this great, you might come up with a great idea for your book but, but sometimes you get stuck on how do I actually get started? Yes. You know, yes. like do you just start, do you open up your computer and just start <laughs> writing? Uh, the lucky but, few. Yeah, the lucky, the lucky few. few. Consecutively. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what I learned um, through, through Jane's program is, you know, following that model, doing that for overall your book mm. and then fleshing out each chapter. Yes. It gives you everything you need ready to actually start Mm -hmm. writing so you've got everything planned out and ready to go Mm -hmm. i found that very very powerful and Mm -hmm. and um you know if you're struggling with it having a call with jane was really really insightful because you've got that that coaching relationship where you know um it really helps you to go to that deeper level that you you wouldn't necessarily do on your own Mm -hmm. this is right it's that breakthrough sometimes Mm -hmm. you need Mm -hmm. Because we're talking about the stuff inside your head, you know. And and, <laughs> and the beauty of it is is that languaging it in that way mm. and, um, you know, writing it in that way lands with a much bigger audience than it would otherwise. Mm. But what's more, it actually gives you access to more information than you would. Yes. A lot of the stuff that you're just assuming everybody knows that's because right. that's your learning style. Mm. It can, can work both ways. It can either be that you're forgetting to say important stuff because it's so obvious to you because mm. that's your learning style. Mm. And on the other hand, that you're potentially not addressing the other learning styles properly either because you're just not even considering it. You don't think people think that way necessarily. Mm. Mm. So I love this stuff. Yes. And I have, you know, I this is not my intellectual property. Mm. You know, in full disclosure, I've, I learnt this on my journey. Mm. And I've done various programs, various writing programs as well. So this is the amalgamation of everything running around in my in my head, the whole hero's journey, stumbling on that in my coaching training. Mm. So it all comes, it all, we come to a point where we finally know what we need to know to get something important done. And that's what I'm so happy to be able to share with other people yeah. now. So, so I think that's a really good tip in itself, essentially that don't, don't think when you write you have to create new knowledge. Mm, With, that's you know, a you know big this, one. This, yes. this feeling of I have to create something mm. that hasn't been mm. done before, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and, then, and, and that's, that's the challenge I think a lot of us face. Mm. And when we can get beyond that to mm. realise, you know, a lot of the concepts out there will be, you know, in one, one shape or another, it's just, you know, all we have to do is put it in our own voice. Mm. Absolutely. You know? And I think, I think mm. this is the journey. Mm. It's all about, you know, thinking about the message that we, we're really 
we would love to share. It's really mm-hmm. close to our heart. Mm-hmm. Who we would like to connect with, mm-hmm. and um, think about how you can share it. You know, the type of stories that you'd like to, um, yeah. you know, to yeah. share with your audience. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And that really ties into what we were talking about the other day about you know, are you speaking from experience or are you speaking from expertise? Mm. And a lot of writers, particularly when they've got these perfectionistic traits, go, "Well, I need to know everything about this topic before I start mm-hmm. writing," and so mm-hmm. they got bogged down in the research process. Mm-hmm. And that's where imposter syndrome kicks in because mm-hmm. there's always going to be someone that's got more academic accolades or more oh, experience sure. than mm-hmm. you sure. and more knowledge. But what makes your story unique is the fact that only you know what it is, yes. and so you're essentially the expert in your own experience, and that's important. Lovely to take away from. Yeah. Lovely to get rid of that myth that or, or, the, or the mindset challenge. And this is something that I've had that you're either too young to write a book, you don't oh, know enough. That's mm. one I never had. Or, <laughs> <laughs> As I wrote my book about midlife, it's funny. Or that feeling that I've missed the boat, mm. you know, oh, yes. that, you know, I could have done this too. years ago. Mm. That's mm. another one that you can get rid of because, mm. you know, regardless of where you are on your journey, you know, we just have to make the most of now. That's it. You know? Oh, that's a beautiful isn't point, it? isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. So, um, and that's what we're doing this weekend. Mm. Good. And, um, you know, I think, I think the, the more that we share, yes. Um, yes. The, the more that we work mm. together, our own stories get stronger. You know, and that's, that's, that's really it. the advantage of, of what mm. we've got instead of just doing this alone. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's great. So writewithjane.com if you've yes. got a book bubbling away that you just don't think you can do it on your own, well, you don't have to is the point. You've been listening to the Mindset to Millions podcast. Ready to take your mindset to the next level? Visit mindset2millions.com. That's mindset2millions.com.